Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here at the Tutor Podcast talking on common sense about how to start, grow and love your tutoring, teaching and coaching business the same way I love mine. Now, I'm always on the lookout for ideas, techniques and processes which can make my life run more smoothly and generally make things a little easier for myself. Hopefully to make my business more profitable, my teaching more effective and allow me to have more fun, help more people and make a load more money in the process. So today I want to share some ideas with you. It's all about knowing your numbers. It's the bare bones of what makes a business, like my tutoring business and hopefully yours, actually tick. Before we start, I have to confess to being a bit of a geek for numbers, at least as far as business goes. But today I'll stick to the point and promise not to get sidetracked into micro detail and jargon, okay? Now, if you're a tutor like me and you're an expert in your subject, it's very easy to be fooled into thinking something along these lines. I'm really good at this guitar, science, IT stuff. And I've got plenty of students and plenty of clients, and therefore I've got a good tutoring business. Oh, I've found it out were true. It's very easy to confuse that excellence and specific technical skills with having a good business, but they're very different things. Now, let's imagine a really great tutor, but for all their technical skills, they don't really understand the business side of things. Will they make more money than a tutor who's less technically skilled, who isn't as good a tutor? but who really understands, watches the numbers and manages their business. Probably not. Being a great tutor doesn't automatically convert into commercial success. In fact, I know a couple of really great tutors who aren't making much money and one not-so-good tutor who is doing much, much better. The difference isn't technical skill. It's their approach to the business of tutoring. Now, I'm a business person first and foremost, and really I'm a full-time guitar teacher second. My teaching business exists only to make me wealthy and to allow me to live as I want to live day to day. Teaching guitar is currently my business's primary activity, its core product or service, you might say. And it's allowed me to build a couple of property investment businesses on the side to diversify me and add passive income streams to my teaching income. Now, that makes me pretty unusual in the tutoring business as far as I can tell, because a lot of us get into teaching purely because we love it. And our business tends to drag its feet behind playing second fiddle, almost as though the business were a necessary evil that we got saddled with in order to teach. Because business isn't our area of special knowledge, we tend to focus on the technical skills and the knowledge needed to teach better and neglect the business stuff. Now, I think this is a huge mistake, and here's why. I'll give an example. Several years ago, a very skilled musical instrument repairer I knew was telling me how busy he was, how much he loved the work, but he was puzzled by the fact he never had any money. He had a load of work, charged reasonable prices, and enjoyed a stellar reputation for his work. And to most of us who just looked in, we'd be envious of the business. And it seemed like he'd cracked it. But the reality was different. It was obvious to me, as a business outsider looking in, because at the time I was working in accounting and management consultancy, because I wanted to help, we went through a few of his numbers with him. We looked at his sales, his costs, the overhead on the workshop, the travel expenses, and calculated how much profit he was making every month. Now, he'd never done that before in his 15 years in the business. I don't even know how he really had a business. Things got really raw. 
when we added up how many hours he worked every month and divided his profits by his hours worked. It was a heartbreaking 37 pence an hour. He was working incredibly long hours and doing really good work for a pittance because he didn't really understand his numbers. If you don't know your numbers, then you might, like my friend, not have a clue as to how much money you're making. You may not be making any money and you may not actually have a business at all. Needless to say, shortly after our chat, my friend vacated his expensive workshop and operated his business from his home and started making more money for a lot less time worked. And he really began to keep an eye on his numbers, I can tell you. So what's the most important number for your business? It's profit. Carve this phrase across your heart. Turnover is vanity. Profit is sanity. Turnover is how much volume of sales you actually generate, how much revenue you get. And profit is how much money is left behind when you've paid for everything. Because it's not about how much money you bring into the business that matters. It's how much is left after you've paid everything out. That's your profit. And if you aren't making a profit, you're working hard for nothing. And there are only, only two variables that generate profit. the sales and costs. It's pretty simple. All your profit is, is the total value of all sales made, that's fees generated, minus all of the costs, the total of all money spent in the running of the business. It doesn't get easier than this. So sales, you can generate sales by raising your teaching fees, by selling products, royalties, commissions, investment incomes. In fact, anything that brings money into the business goes in that pot. On the cost side, you've got wages, you've got costs of goods and materials, of sheet music, strings and the like for me. Equipment purchase, leasing or rental. You've got your travel costs, using your car, train tickets, planes, hotels, food when you're traveling. You've got premises expenses. Rent, rates, insurance, gas, electricity, all of that. In fact, everything that's vital to the running of the business and which takes money out of the business needs to be taken into account. So again, it's really simple. Out of all your money coming in, then take away all of the money you're paying out. And what's left is your gross, that's pre-tax profit. Now, do a reality check. Divide that number by the number of hours worked in that time period to generate the profit. That's an equivalent hourly rate. It can be really sobering to look at your true hourly rate and realise how much less it is than your hourly fee is for tutoring. Sometimes the clarity of this simple exercise can be a real wake-up call. It might even make the idea of having a job seem attractive. But don't despair, because if your numbers aren't good, remember, you're in the driving seat in business because you can manipulate the two sides of the basic equation and increase your profits at your true hourly rate. First of all, you can raise the income side. That's your turnover sales revenue. And secondly, you can cut the cost side. Either of those things will be effective, but both of them will be transformative. Remember that until you figure out what your numbers really are, you're just guessing. Without the numbers, you can't assess where you are right now. And therefore, you'll have no baseline to start from and no way of measuring the effect of any changes you make in order to see how it affects your business. It'll all be guesswork and you're fumbling in the dark. Now, let's imagine you're a mobile piano teacher driving from one client to another. You're busy, you've got a great reputation and everything seems to be rosy, except there's not much money in the bank and you don't know why. Your fees are reasonable, they're around about the average in your area and you've lots of work. But you work in long hours, putting lots of miles on your car and you're just making ends meet. How are you going to fix it? What would you do? Well, the very first thing I think you should do is sit down and check the reality. Are you even making a profit now? Add up all your sales generated and totalise all of your costs. And I do mean all costs. Don't kid yourself about anything. Be brutally 
honest. If your sales are not so good, just ask yourself how you can generate more volume. You can do this in three ways. You can increase the number of sales, you can increase the size of sales, or you can increase the frequency of sales. Better still, do all three. Now, a 5% increase in the number of customers you're serving isn't much, but if you can add 5% to your fee rate as well and have those sales happen 5% more frequently, difference isn't just going to be 5%. It's a much more interesting 5.76% as the small improvements all compound one another. So think about it then. You're our fictitious piano teacher. Do you think you could increase your customer count by just 5%? Of course you could. Do you think you'd raise your fee rate by a, a piddling 5%? Probably yes. That's a pound on £20 an hour. That's nothing. Now, could you increase the frequency of sales by only 5%? If some of your students are the people you only see every two weeks, could you get to see them every week? I would imagine so. Now, if you can do those things, your total sales volume won't jump by 5%. It'll bounce by more than 15%. Now, do the same with all your costs. Look at all your costs, the fixed costs and the actual variable costs of doing business. A fixed cost, by the way, doesn't vary with the amount of work done. That's things like rent, your fixed salaries and the like. The variable costs depend on the amount of work done. So the, the cost of the travel is a variable depending on how many visits you're making. If you're consuming materials to make sales, that's a variable cost. and It's volume based. So how can you shave your costs by, say, 5%? How could you do it by 10% or even more? Better still, could you eliminate a cost completely? Now, our imaginary mobile piano teacher might, for example, decide to work from a static base or charge extra for traveling visits. They might decide to confine teaching to tight geographic zones in order to reduce travel costs. They might change the car for a more economical or a tax-exempt model, raise fees, use reduced travel time to book more clients, start adding passive income streams to the business, teach online, and on and on with scores of other options. So here's the skinny. Make your sales go up, drive your costs down. It's simple. But if you don't know your numbers, it's just gets work. That's why you've got to look honestly at where you are in the business now. And if it's not producing enough profit to help you become wealthy and live more or less how you want, you at least know it's time to make a few changes. Better you do it now than five years down the line and wonder why you've got nowhere in that time. So if you haven't looked at your numbers for a while, or if you've never looked at them before, Stick a half an hour spot in your diary to do this and make this a regular thing. Don't leave it to chance and be a busy pauper like my friend was. Because I believe being a tutor is awesome, but being a skin tutor is just plain daft. Do your numbers, get the clarity you need and move your business forward and make more money by having more fun and helping more people. And remember that profit isn't a dirty word. Right, that's all I've got time for today. But get in touch and follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast, because I'm here to listen as well as talk, and because I don't know all the answers. As usual, drop me a line via info at neilcameron.com. I'd love to hear your comments. So hit the subscribe button, and you'll get the latest episodes straight to your device as soon as they're live. And join me next time on the Tutor Podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow, and above all, love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.